Welcome to Kicking It With Kai. I had my first guest do three different audio recordings to test different audio setups, so here's Annie Liu again. Uh, thank you very much, Annie, for doing that. I do greatly appreciate your time. This episode, we try a non-caffeinated coffee replacement, share our hauls from the Asian grocery store, and chat about some regional Chinese foods. ground dandelion ground dandelion yeah so it's roasted dandelion root burdock and i think some other roots but it's basically like a blended roasted root tea i think beets are also incorporated somehow because there's a natural sweetness um yeah it's called dandy blend that's the the name of the it's like one company in ohio that makes it <laughs> yeah, and we added some half and half to it, um, and it's like a powder, so we're not like steeping it in tea bags or anything, or a, a tea steeper, it's just mixing it right in. It almost looks like a, has like a coffee color to it, with like some cream into it. It actually very dark. tastes and looks a little bit like coffee like instant coffee yeah um yes since i don't drink coffee anymore i really like having like a coffee-ish flavor yeah we've also got some flan here from the, from the local bodega yes came highly recommended yeah Mine tastes a little light, actually. Maybe I could have put more of the tea in it. It smells like a lot closer to coffee than I expect. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think it's like um like a quitting coffee. Like oh. A, yeah, like it helps people quit. Oh wow! Yeah, that is like really close to coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for a while, Yusaku was drinking, we were drinking decaf. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, actually, this is a tasty, I mean, this is like a very healthy drink, they claim, because it's like good with, in terms of providing prebiotics. Mm. Um, and I think dandelion root is in general just like a pretty healthy thing for your gut. Yeah. It's got like that very similar bitterness that coffee has. Mm-hmm. I find that this drink is very polarizing. Some people hate it. <laughs> and they're like, what is this? Why are you trying to feed me like fake decaf? And then I it's gotten to a point where I drink this almost every night after dinner. <laughs> so it might help you quit coffee, but it's almost as addictive mm. in and of itself. Another vice. <laughs> I'm a fan of this. Yay! It's a, this is a controversial... Is it controversial yes. within the tea community? <laughs> <laughs> the literal tea community? Yeah, I have some friends who love it. 
um, one of my friends who grew up, she's from here, but also from Italy. She says she drank it as a kid. Like when her parents and her family would have coffee, they would make this for her. Mm. Mm. And you know, they're like the viral, like, what is it? Yeah. yeah. So you can make that with this. Oh. And I, I did that once. I actually have never made that with real decaf or real coffee. Would you recommend? It was good. Yeah. It was super sweet. Um, it took a long time. I did, did like the hand whisking method oh, and okay. was standing there for a good... Yeah. It felt like forever. Yeah. Your okay. forearms are probably like, okay. Yes. All right. All right. They're very ripped. <laughs> mm. This one is good. I think that it would been, would have been good with... It ended up spilling some of its like sauce. Yeah. And I think with the sauce, it would have been even better. Yeah. Like a little more liquidy. Yeah. This is like a more firm flan. <laughs> it's like a little... Very oh, assertive. Very, yeah. It doesn't jiggle. Uh, it's not very jiggly. So, what did you get at United Noodles? Yeah, so, for context, Annie and I recorded two episodes, things, I don't know. We had two different recording sessions, and then we went for a walk because we were pretty hyped up from the tea. <laughs> And we went, walked to the local bodega and um, got the flan. And then after that, we drove to a local Asian supermarket. And a couple things that I'm particularly excited about. I got this like ramen, but it's stir fry. So it's like once you're done cooking the noodles, you drain it and then you add like some sauce. Maybe there's a little bit of powder, but mostly sauce. And so it's like, yeah, like it looks more like a stir fry than a than like a traditional ramen dish, and super tasty. I'm really excited about that. I got some uh, canned roasted eels in with some black beans in it. Got a big jar of kimchi. I haven't had kimchi in a while, so I'm excited for that. And I got a can of or a jar of bean paste. Dobaja. Oh. oh, how do you use that? When you, because I, I know it's like a staple, yeah. But I've never, like, learned to use it, mm-hmm. and I don't come across it in a lot of recipes. Yeah, is it just like it seems pretty versatile? Like you can just put it in things. I think my mom uses it to like cook sometimes. Um, what I plan on using this for is, um, in Chinese, uh, it's like a more probably like a breakfast maybe brunch type of thing. Chinese bao bing. Do you have you heard of that? Oh, is it like jian bing guozi? Like where it's like with an egg and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. like fold it up. Yeah, and then yeah. you put dobanjan on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's then, so yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's like a very street vendor thing. Yes, it's like it starts off almost like a crepe. Like like they pour um, some kind of like batter onto onto like this cooking circular cooking thing like a crepe almost yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> see this is what i mean like i've hit a wall where i'm gonna stop making sense <laughs> yeah and so it like looks very similar like they're scrape they're like keeping it moving and stuff and then um they flip it they fry an egg onto it on it add some green scallions and um the the dopanjian um sometimes they'll like include like yotiao Yotiao, yeah. Or, some, or like fried, some other kind of fried thing. Yeah, yotiao is, is like, tra- in translated word by word, is like 
like oil oil like what is tiao tiao is like <laughs> it's like the long yeah it's like it's long like... it's like a i think it's an article of something but but it's like something long yeah it's um, a long shaped oily thing yeah <laughs> but in terms of food it's it's like a fried long oily thing <laughs> of dough <laughs> sounds so appetizing when you put it that way um yeah and sometimes it's yeah, very good it's yeah, so it's good. Super good it's usually right you'll tell is usually like you have it with breakfast with like a bowl of hot soy milk. Yeah. But it's really good in jianbing guozi because it adds that like texture. Yeah. But what else do you put on top? Do you is there like lettuce? Am I remembering right? I want to say it's it's there are regional varieties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know there was an Asian woman, and I think in New York City, who was like getting noticed for that. Um, and she was like a vendor. Yeah, she's she, yeah, she's a Chinese woman. Um, and I think she did say that there were just like regional varieties, which make makes sense because there are regional varieties of of like dumplings, wontons, and spring rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, noodles and yeah, yeah. Speaking of street food, this is one of my favorite topics. It's like the kind of food I miss the most, no. probably, and it's like really hard to get. Um, do you did you grow up eating? Liang Pier. It's like cold rice or wheat noodles that are like kind of glassy, but they're wide. Just say, say, say it again. Liang Pier or Liang yeah. Pi. It's like cold skin is the literal, yeah. literal translation. and um, But it's like mixed with like chili oil and like vinegar. It's kind of like sour, spicy. Um, oh, that sounds like a super Xi'an thing. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> so my parents are like... From, from the other side of the country. Yeah, they're like not from that area. But one of our their close my fam- my parents' close friends is is from Xi'an, mm. and so like Xi'an, this is like filtered through my parents. But they're they're when they describe Xi'an, it's like or Xi'an food. They're like lots of like doughs, lots of like bready things, lots of yes. noodles. Um, that Xi'an area is like extremely like very. There's a lot of like knowledge about um yes. ma- dough baking knowledge. yeah dough knowledge um noodle knowledge like this the, the skill is like <laughs> immense there like highly concentrated highly developed um this is true yeah and another regional like I don't know, emphasis is uh like a lot of vinegar mm-hmm. <laughs> like vinegar on everything yeah especially black vinegar <laughs> yep yep yeah chinese Black vinegar, uh, not just like apple cider vinegar. It's white vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I wonder. I think garlic sometimes. Yeah. Garlic is garlic. Not sure. quite as big as vinegar, but very present. <laughs> very prominent. Yeah. yeah. And it's also more um, like Central Asian in terms of like, like lamb, for instance, is eaten a lot. Like, there's mm. a pretty significant Muslim population in Xi'an. So one of the most famous street food like areas is um, like in the Muslim quarters. Mm. And so one of my favorite Xi'an foods that really hasn't caught on in America and I'm hoping will someday yeah. is yang rou pao mo. Mo is also a very Chinese thing, or sorry, very Xi'an thing. 
What's moa? Moa is like the Chinese word, or sorry, the Xi'an word for mental or for. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> that's like one regionalism I still remember. Um, so it's like a. But I guess it, when it's in Yarrow Palmo, it's like usually a harder version of this kind of like. So mento is like the steamed bun. Yeah. Like wheat bun that people have with. It's almost like a substitute for rice, but this kind of more is like harder. It has more of like a crust, and is usually a little flatter. Wow. And so yangro is lamb meat, and this is like kind of like a noodle soup that's made with like glass thin glass noodles. Yeah. Like this really like rich lamb broth mm-hmm. with meat, and then you. So what you do is you break off the little bits of that bread into your bowl first, into like little chunks, and then they put the soup and the noodles and meat over it, mm-hmm. and it's like that's the dish, and you eat it with pickled garlic. <laughs> it's so good, and like I went to this restaurant and it was like I was like getting ready to break up my my um, the moa, yeah, and my dad was like, oh, it's okay if you just like pay them like. Five Chinese yuan extra, they'll do it for you. <laughs> like, that's wild. So anyway, it's been. I just like it's such a comforting, like hearty dish. Yeah. Good for like a northern winter. Is, is Xi'an is a cold area? It's relatively cold. Okay. Yeah, we don't get a ton of snow. It's really dry. Okay. Um, nowadays, it's like changing a little bit. I know that this fall was super rainy. But it's kind of close to the Tiling Mountains, okay. which, like, that's like a very beautiful, like, verdant mountain range. But from what I remember, like, Xi'an itself is actually quite dry. Mm. But yeah, cold. Someday, maybe yeah. I'll open a Yarrow Palmoa shop. <laughs> Everyone can break up their own bread into the soup. Yeah, and you can charge extra for to break it up <laughs> as an extra feature, as an extra. Uh, Perk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you get from United Noodle? Um, I also got some kimchi. I actually one of my favorite breakfasts is avocado toast with kimchi. Wait, what? So good. I think I invented it. <laughs> and I'm so obsessed. I've been eating it since college and it's like my favorite thing ever. You can mm. also put an egg on it. It's so good. Mm. In a way it's kind of like um like a pokeball with kimchi. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Replacing the rice with uh, with bread. Yeah. Um, I've I've been obsessed with like the kimchi and cheese pairing. Mm-hmm. I haven't had macaroni and kimchi yet, but whoa, I want to. Grilled cheese with kimchi, so good. Wow, I haven't it's had really that. Good. What kind of cheese do you use for that? Uh, I just use like cheddar. Oh wow, I'm gonna try that. I have cheddar at home. Yeah. So I will. Report back. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's delicious. Um, I like... <laughs> a couple of times I've dialed up to like extra Chinese-ness. By, <laughs> extra Asian-ness by like... Uh, grilled cheese, uh, kimchi, and then fried spam. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. I feel like I, I like reclaimed grilled cheese. <laughs> that combination. <laughs> Speaking of fusion, yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good. I think I'm going to make kimchi fried rice. Oh, that's super good too. 
and I also got some soft tofu, so I might do like kimchi soft tofu yeah. stew. So yeah, really excited about that. I got some king oyster mushrooms, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I'm not sure I'm gonna cook them honestly because I usually get shiitake mushrooms, but I was thinking, like, it's like buying like a whole pound of shiitake for myself is probably not the best idea. Uh, you can depends on how much mushrooms you eat. <laughs> Yeah, and then this other thing I got is called nagaimo. It's a Japanese root vegetable. Okay. And kind of, I think it might be in the taro family. Okay. It's got like one of those like hairy... Exteriors. Yeah, like very (laughs) unpleasing kind of unwelcoming thing. Yeah. But what's interesting is that the inside is like really kind of like slimy. It's like, like a slimy carrot. Yeah, it sounds very much like a tarot. Yeah, so that you can well, you can eat it raw by like grating it and adding wasabi, um, oh. and a little bit of soy sauce, and it's super good over rice. Yeah, or you can grill it in a, like pan fry it with some um, like soy sauce, sugar, and cooking wine. Okay, it's super tasty. Mm. I first learned about it actually through that show Midnight Diner. I don't know if you've seen that. No. It's good. It's Wait, on, is that a Chinese show? Or is it? It's Japanese. Oh, okay. On Netflix. Um, and it's about this guy who runs a diner from midnight to 7 a.m. And it's the whole show is just like each episode is focused on one of the people who comes in. Okay. And is this per- like reality show or is it? No, it's a, it's fictional. Oh, this sounds um, so interesting. I love it. it I love it. Did you say it's on Netflix? It is. Okay, I gotta watch it. There are three original seasons and then two two seasons i think that were netflix like produced um and each episode is focused around a single dish a single japanese dish and oh it's just getting so interesting yeah (laughs) and they give you like (laughs) cooking tips and stuff it's great yeah it's very much like it's a good like pre-bedtime like 20 minute show oh that sounds so like cozy yeah Yeah, so... What else did you get? Um... I made you buy some of the... the, Yeah, the the noodles. Spicy noodles. (laughs) I'm excited. So it's... It's pretty spicy. It comes with powder and sauce. I think it's it's sauce and, uh, like, the dried... um, Dried toppings. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, the dried green onions or whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean... Instant noodles are a category of food that I adore. And yeah, so I'm excited to try this new one. I actually brought some back with me from Monroe. It's instant sweet potato noodles. Super good too. Also comes with like a sauce packet instead of powder. Um, I don't think they have it at, at UN, unfortunately. Yeah. But so yeah, I'm excited for that. And I also got some soy milk. That expires in 10 days, so I'm going to have to drink up. <laughs> but I love, like, Chinese soy milk. Yeah. It's so it's so different from American soy milk. Yeah. I don't it, even know. I mean, it's, it's like... Yeah, I don't understand why it's different, but, like, American soy milk feels like a lot more, like, like it's trying to be milk. Mm-hmm. And then Chinese yes. soy milk is, like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into, like, a purity thing, but, like, it feels like... Like Chinese soy milk is like this is what it is, and it is what it is. Yes, 
<laughs> I am a liquid made from beans. Yeah. Totally. And actually, Japanese soy milk even tastes different, which is something I didn't know until、mm. um, we went to Mitsuwa in Dallas recently,、um, my partner and I. And he、Mitsusaku. found. I don't think we ever established that Yusaku <laughs> is her partner. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Um. And he was like, "Oh, look at this! Like, this is the soy milk I had growing up." <laughs> so, so we got some. It was really good, but、mm. it tastes really different from Chinese soy milk too. So, like, clo- they're closer, closer together、okay. for sure. Yeah, but like texture-wise, they're really close. Okay. I think that's one thing is that there's more texture、yeah. compared to the American kind. But I would say the Japanese one is like slightly milder in terms of flavor.、Um, Interesting. Yes. Also, highly recommend that. Yeah. Well, it's getting pretty late for us. Yes. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. Thank you for、uh, for being a guest and spending more or less the whole day. <laughs> yeah, kind of a marathon. We, I thought we did great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course. It was a lot of fun, and definitely have you come over more. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you again, Annie, for being my guest slash guinea pig with audio recording.、Uh, thank you, listener, for joining us. If you enjoyed kicking it with Kai, follow on Instagram and TikTok at Kicking It with Kai Podcast, and follow on your podcast app. You can follow Annie Liu at AnnieLiuWrites.wordpress.com. Annie A N N I Liu L I U Writes with an S at the end. Wordpress. Com. Thanks for hanging out, and see you next time. Take care. We are a big boy.